Hi everyone and welcome back to another podcast of Empowerment Talk and I hope that you are having a fabulous week. I cannot express to you how excited I was to hear all of your feedback. It, it was beautiful. I know you hear me say beautiful nonstop. You like to have another word, but it's great. Yeah, I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing what you're doing, how you're changing, how you're feeling. So a question that I got was, how do I go about my goals? I, I know that you guys hear me talk to you guys about goals all the time, and I'm ridiculously goal-orientated to the point that I was beating myself up beating myself up if I didn't hit my goals, and I've decided not to do that anymore and just allow myself to stay in the flow and pat myself on the back at the end of the night before I go to bed for what did get accomplished and for not what didn't get accomplished. So when we talk about our goals, I want you guys to get really, really clear on what it is that you want in your life. You know, it was really interesting. Um, I was at a taping of Steve Harvey last week, and he said that he put down for one of the things that he had asked God for was to expand him and and take him globally. Well, he didn't ask right, and we all kind of laughed because when he said he wanted to be known globally, he did because when he messed up with Miss Universe, it took him global in a different way. So you guys get really clear when you say that, you know, I mean, it was, it was funny when he said it and he was making light of it and, and all that. But, but truthfully, many years ago, I had said that I wanted a ton of kids. And in one year, I think I got eight or nine godchildren. So be real careful and get real specific on, on what it is that, that you're wanting because universe has a really good sense of humor and we might not always think it's funny, but it does work. So I, I want you to get real clear. So let's say that there's a house that you want. Well, we have Pinterest. We have all this virtual stuff. Why don't you start drawing pictures pulling pictures, designing it, putting it on your vision boards. This is what I want this room to look like. This is what I want this room to look like. Actually take your lamps and set them where you think that you would want them so that you might have to move a a wall outlet in order to bring it over a little bit and so that you don't have to use an extension cord or you don't have to rearrange your room a little bit differently. You know, um, this was my third build out for my third studio and I learned each time, I learned a lot of what I wanted and what I didn't want. I've been in this location three or four years now, and I won't be leaving this location at all. And from trial and error of my other studios, I have not had to do a single thing here. The only thing that I would possibly do different is to add one more electrical outlet going up to the stairs. But other than that, I don't need it, and I, I honestly don't need that outlet there because all I did was took and got a battery-operated light to go right where I wanted it to go. But other than that, and it all was from trial and error, my second studio was under construction the entire time I was there because I was constantly knocking out walls and, and changing things around, and I went to an architect. I thought that I had this perfectly planned out, but life changed, and, and when I was in there, you know, different things were going on, and I had to adjust to those things that were happening. My, my very first studio, I, I designed it without an architect, and 
just threw up some walls and then next thing I know we expanded so much I had to tear down those walls and 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 change things out so save yourself a lot of time save yourself a lot of confusion a lot of busy work that doesn't need to be and really get specific as to what it is so if there's this house that you want design it really really get specific of this is what I would like this is what I this is where I want to live. This is the setting that I would like. Because then the universe knows. If you're like, I don't know, maybe I want to live over here. Maybe I want to live over there. Really take yourself and, and and spend some time in that space. You might find out that that's not really what you're liking or what you're wanting. It's no secret that I intend to live in the LA area three months out of the year and be a snowbird. And I was kind of like, oh, well, maybe I like this area. Maybe I like that area. So every time that I've been going out there, I stay in the area that I think that I might like. And I keep getting, keep getting drawn back to the same area. It's near the beach. It's really great people. It's close enough to be touristy, but it's out enough that it's locals. And so I'm really resonating with that area. And then lo and behold, look. I start getting all of these questions. Can you come out and do a book signing here? Can you come over here? Hey, I have a meeting or I have a conference. Why don't you show up? Can you speak here? And it's in that same area that I'm really resonating with. So get real clear with with what it is that you want. How about with a relationship? We always focus on, oh, I will not go for that again and yada, yada, yada. But you know what? When you focus on what it is that you don't want, that's what you draw in. So how about with this relationship? Even if you're in an incredible relationship, allow yourself to level up. Allow yourself to go on a date. Make it a goal to go on a date with your significant other once a week. You're like, I'm so busy. I got kids. I got work. We have all this stuff going on. But you know what? What happens if at the end of raising the kids and all this other stuff that you guys grew so far apart that you forgot to work on you guys while you were going along? So make it a point to go on a date, just the two of you. Even if that date means that you throw out a blanket on the floor after the kids go to bed and you sit there and you have a conversation for two hours a week, it's still a date. But just allow yourself that time to connect. But if it's a relationship that you're looking for, how about putting out there what it is that you want? Well, I want this and I want that. And you don't have to do that crazy checklist. And when the person shows up, if they're not six foot four, then they're out the door. But how about the qualities and the characteristics that you're looking for? Put that on your goal board and and draw that into you. Claim it. Allow yourself to receive it. How about a career? You know, a lot of people are in a career that they really don't like. But how about if you change your mindset and... I'm taking this from from Lisa Nichols' new book and making that career your investment into your future. You know, when I opened up the studios, I jumped in both feet. No investors, all on my own. And I kept my J-O-B for maybe, if I'm lucky, six months because um, someone had told me that you need to be all in or out. And it was great advice. It really was because I was doing the same thing at other facilities which allowed people, you know, to get what I was giving them without coming to my space. So, but had I done it a little bit differently, looking back now, I definitely would have kept my J-O-Bs to be my investor into my business. 
So if you have a beautiful hobby that you love, you know what? Go with that hobby and let your J-O-B be the investor for that hobby that can come a side business and then expand from there so that you don't have the financial strains or stress that it ha- happens when you, when you do open a business. And anybody who is an entrepreneur understands that there's dips and valleys, there's highs and lows, and sometimes you can do the same thing that you're wanting to do in your J-O-B if you just change it out a little bit and consider it an investment instead of considering it something that is a burden. How about with your relationship with your family? You know, it, it was really fascinating, and I'm getting extremely personal here right now. Um, I'm extremely close to my family. Like, my cousins and I, you know, we're God, godparents to their children and, and vice versa, and we spend a lot of time together. So the the first cousin of the second generation of cousins coming through, it was her 21st birthday on Sunday. And we're all supposed to be going to Nashville next weekend. And when I chose to go to California for a conference instead, and they were kind of harassing me, as you know, family does, and they give you a hard time. And they're like, you're the anchor of the family. We can't believe you're not going. Oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Who's going to get us in all the places? You know, who's going to take care of us? You know, all of this stuff. And, you know, and, and I'm talking my relatives from age 18 up to 47, 48 years old, plus plus the, the, the parents are all going. And I was feeling a little bad, like, oh my gosh, should I, should I switch out and not go to my conference? You know, this is my family obligation. And, you know, one of my cousins said to me, and she's like a family member because she's always around. She said, you know, we sat in this exact restaurant one year ago and you told us these are your plans. This is what you're going to do. This is how you're changing. This is how you're expanding. And then this opportunity shows up for you the same weekend that we planned this party. But this opportunity showed up. This is your career. You're changing people's lives. So I chose the conference instead rather than going on the family vacation. And do you know that after they all got done giving me such a hard time, They said, we're so proud of you, and we're so supportive, and we can't believe the things that you have accomplished in a year, and you're such an inspiration. And I didn't realize I was being supported like that because it's my family. You know, your family just gives you a hard time. You're silly. You harass each other. and But really to understand that your family is supporting you in ways that you really don't even realize it and that they're proud of you, that made me feel... So good that I threw out my intentions last year at that same dinner. And one year later, I forgot that I even said those intentions. And the exact people that I told them that I was going to connect with and the things that I was going to do are the exact same people that I'm going to this conference to be with and and to co-create with and, and to take not only my life and my family's life and anybody else that, that is willing to get out of their own way take their lives to that next level. It was such a profound aha moment that people are watching you and you don't even realize they're watching you. People are supporting you. And sometimes when you you take this journey and you start setting your goals, sometimes you might feel alone and you might be like, oh, you know, nobody understands and that's okay. But really, 
they do understand and they do get it. And it's just the way that they're used to communicating with you. So they harass you, but really they're 100% on board. And sometimes there's people that aren't and that's okay too, because it's a shift, it's a change. And they feel like maybe they might be losing you, but they're really not. They're just gaining a better version of you. So don't ever hold yourself back because you're afraid of what might happen or the what ifs because what if everything works out great? What if by you making that choice to do that one thing to further your career opens up a door for somebody that can change their life tremendously? You might even save somebody's life and you don't even realize it. So set your goals, my friends, and just keep going for them. You're worth it. You are so worth it. You're worthy. And that's something that people do all the time is they self-sabotage because they don't feel that they're worthy. They get themselves right to that point and then boom. In hindsight, they look back and they're like, ah, oh, yep, I was doing good. So I thought I could eat those french fries. Oh, I was doing good. So I thought that that one glass of wine, that bottle would be okay. I thought I was doing good. So you know what? I stopped with my self-care. I stopped taking my classes. I stopped doing these things. And a lot of times it's just fear stepping in. Don't let fear hold you back. Let fear be your fuel. You know, if you can do that and you can allow that to resonate in your soul that you're worthy, allow that to resonate in your soul that when opportunity comes knocking, receive it. Allow yourself to receive it. You'll be really surprised at the doors that are going to open up, the opportunities that are going to show up. But I want you to get really, really clear on what it is that you want. But I don't want you to worry about how it's going to show up because it shows up. And you put it out there and it shows up. But you got to do the work when it does show up. You got to do the work about getting out of your own way. You got to get do the work of being real clear and take a little action every day. Don't get so focused on a plan that this is the only way that this opportunity is going to happen because universe, God, whatever you believe in shows up in a lot of different ways and places a lot of people in your life to allow you to go on to those paths. So allow yourself to receive, allow yourself to believe in you. I believe in you. So if you're ever having a down day and you think that you can't, you can, you absolutely can because a lot of times on your darkest day, is the next day when it's going to be your brightest day. There's something that is a given. The sun is going to shine the next day. It might have some clouds around it, but the sun will come up the next day. So believe in yourself, my friends. If you have a setback, take it as an opportunity for growth. Don't take it as a setback. It's an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity sorry, to learn. And then take yourself further and further each time. And remember... Our mantra for this year is to love, to laugh, to forgive, and to dream big. I want to hear how you're loving. I want to hear how you're laughing. I want to hear how you forgave. And I want to hear how you're dreaming big. I hope you guys have an incredible, amazing day, amazing week. And tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us, email us. What else is out there? Periscope. I don't know. But get in touch with us. We would love to hear it. And make sure that you turn in, tune in next week because we have some really exciting things going on here. We just got done with the meeting and I'm so pumped and I can't wait to share everything with you. We just got to get it all organized. All right. Have an amazing day. Namaste. Peace out.